Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis, Luisa Stefani. Thank you so much for joining me today. We're actually in San Jose. You just flew in from Tokyo like two days ago. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I think it's been a while since we've been trying to plan this. So I'm glad it finally worked out, in person especially. And um, I like the bling that you have on today. I know. <laughs> I like it too. Is bronze your new I'm color of choice? Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so like, let's rewind all the way and let me introduce you a little bit better. So you are Luisa Stefani. You're at a career high, top 25 WTA doubles. You just finished winning the bronze medal. I have goosebumps just saying that. Um, at the Olympics for Brazil in women's doubles. That's so amazing. And we are here in San Jose at the Mubadala Silicon Valley Tennis Classic Tournament. And yes, we're catching up for a few minutes. <laughs> yes, thanks for the introduction sounds crazy because everything is so recent, everything's so new. It's been a great year so far, but this last week was incredible. It's almost, it hasn't sunk in yet. There's been so much to digest in only a few days. So I'm like slowly digesting everything, getting used to it, and I'm taking this everywhere. So it's hard <laughs> to forget what ever just happened. But it feels amazing. It really does. And let's rewind a couple weeks because you found out really last minute that you were even going to the Olympics. So maybe talk about that. When did you find out? When did you leave? And let's go from there. So it's a bit of a funny story. But basically, I was in my coach's house in Michigan, my, his family's house, because it was his wife's birthday. So we went up there for a few days on a Wednesday just to celebrate. Martha's birthday and we had already decided we weren't gonna go to not decided we weren't gonna do Olympics I didn't make the Olympics right. until then it was a big goal of mine for this whole year uh, I needed to make top 10 to guarantee entry and bring somebody from Brazil because I would most likely not have anybody to get him in combined ranking and so I was very disappointed kind of like bummed I didn't make it mm -hmm. um, and also Clay season wasn't the best. I ended up having appendicitis right before French Open, which was going to be my last hope to have a good result and then maybe qualify. So it was a lot of events that happened that that kind of made me bummed. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I made peace with my decision to just focus on the hardcore season coming up. Um, and then the last day to pull out of Olympics was on Thursday. Okay. And I was talking, I was in touch with a guy from Brazil and he said that we were way far out so I wasn't even expecting I was like it's okay you know we worked hard we did everything we could yeah Paris is right around the corner I was already rallying my my cheer for all the Brazilians because event um Olympics my favorite sporting event ever okay, I always okay. watch even if I don't play like I never played but even then I would just be cheering watching every sport I can and so the next morning I get a call from a guy from our federation and I'm sleeping, I'm like like a zombie in the morning. Yeah. And he calls me, he's like, Lou, you guys got in. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> you're kidding me. So I was stoked, I was so excited. I told my coach 
And then second thing I did was call my doubles partner. Like, yeah. So her star is even worse or better, I don't know, because she didn't even know she was signed up. Oh my god. That they had signed us up because we were far out and they didn't want her to worry or have expectations for something that was like far away and she had all her schedules. She was playing Kazakhstan. She was gonna have a semifinals in doubles. She was gonna, about to play and they told her. And so I called her and we had this great chat. We were like yelling and jumping on the phone. And ever since then, we were like, okay, La, we're going to the Olympics. We couldn't believe it. But then we're like, we're no, we're not going just as tourists, right? We know we're not going there just to like mess around. Yeah. We're going there to get a freaking gold. Yeah. And so from then on, I even got chills. Like from then on, she's very competitive. She doesn't have, she hasn't been playing a lot of WTA. She's mostly playing ITFs, but she's played IT, um, WTAs before. She's building her ranking. But I feel like a lot of people didn't have hope in us. Mm -hmm. It was just like a big achievement that we even made it there. But ever since then, the finding out the surprise of making it was just as the dream come true than actually getting the medal. That's awesome. Had you guys played together even before or did you grow up together practicing? Did yeah. you know each other very well? Yeah, so we grew up, she's a bit older. We never really played much in juniors, but I knew her from like 13, 14 years old. And we're good friends. Okay. I've been to, she trains in Barcelona. I've been there a few times. We've practiced together. We've hung out off court. We've done fun stuff. Uh, we played together in Fed Cup 2019 okay. in Brazil. We didn't have a great match. And we also played together a couple ITF events in South America. And it also wasn't great. <laughs> but we knew that going in that we would have to work on things. Mm -hmm. And so when we got there, I think the only reason we didn't do well is that we never really practiced or never really got together knowing, like figuring out what we had to do to do well. And so we, we both had very clear in our head what we need to, like we talked and what we need to do in terms to be successful in the Olympics specifically. So the first day we got there, first everything was amazing. Like it, it were, we just couldn't believe still, everything is still sinking in yeah. that we're there. We were sitting by the rings. There was a beautiful field right before, right behind the rings. And that was our spot. And the first night we were there, we we're just chatting about like what we want to do, what I expect of her, what she expects of me, yeah. how we're going to play together, how we're going to figure this out and what we're going to do in practice to get us ready. And I think that was huge and I credit our whole run to that, to that talk, to that. It was very honest, very sincere, uh, no hard feelings. We, like it was personal, we yeah. could talk as friends, we could talk as doubles partners, we could talk because we were working towards the same goal yeah. at the end of the day. So that was very special and we talked about it the whole time. It was like we connected, I think from then on uh, so much and we had so much trust in each other and then in the practices we just relied on the coaches to to build on it and work on what we had to do basically using her strengths at the baseline raping the ball being aggressive yeah. her competitiveness because she's she's fiery she's, she's fiery she's an amazing <laughs> yeah. energy yeah so it's fun to play with somebody like that especially in team competitions when we have a lot of pressure or sometimes expectations and this and that and then also use my strengths and also I've been around these girls more often recently than, than she has. So mm -hmm. I had some different experiences and also like doubles, mainly doubles, playing doubles and my net game and all that. So I think we just used, we were very honest with each other and used our strengths to, to work together, literally. That's all we did. 
And did you feel that you guys every with every match you just had more confidence and you were gelling even better? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think we had a tough first round. Um, we got the seven seeds right away in Canada. I know Gabby obviously very well. Yeah, and now you're playing, yeah, now with, her I'm playing this with her week. <laughs> so it was a bummer to play her first yeah. round. Actually, I was like, Are "You kidding me?" Like anyone else. I mean, I was so glad we played. It was a great start for us. Just the way we played, we were solid from start to end. So it definitely gave us a lot of confidence. Okay. But we, every match we just went in knowing that we could win, believing that we could win, because we had a tough draw. Like, you did. You did some, some great games. Yeah. But we never really, never thought about it too much. We never thought about the end result. If we're gonna win, if we're not, we were there to compete. I believed in her. I think she believed in me, and we found that that trust that like I looked at her I was like we know what we have to do we just got to go out and do it yeah and playing for Brazil was it's insane it's definitely the most amazing feeling I've had on court to play for a team obviously I've played in college before but to play Olympics to play for Brazil to play for our teammates the coaches were there just putting so much effort and like and trusting us and cheering and you could feel the energy I think we brought the energy on court yeah. but we also brought the energy the energy from everyone out off the court and that was huge that was so special to just feel the energy and just bring the best like every point didn't matter what happened the attitude was there we we're there to win every point no matter what the score and definitely we build on it uh, every match I love that you mentioned the energy from Team Brazil and I think your country is just kind of known as this like very positive energy and I just remember after you won the commentators like went back to another match and then like 10 minutes later like the Brazilians are still on the court and like smiling and taking selfies and it's just it was just so cool to see your whole team not just you two and your coaches like it seemed like Team Brazil was there for you guys so it's so cool yeah it was awesome the whole Brazil experience is is incredible really because uh, we first of all the tennis team the team we had there the tennis we all get along very well uh -huh. we had so much fun off court which is so important in these competitions yeah. too you need to be able to relax and embrace the whole experience that was my main goal going there i was like i'm gonna soak all of this in yes no matter if you win or lose i'm just here for the olympics yeah like, that's all you gotta do just enjoy embrace meet other athletes be inspired by other athletes other sports other countries but especially I think Team Brazil, growing up watching a lot of the athletes who were there, and then you're just walking in the same building, you're talking to them, you're getting to know them a little. It's very fun, and I think the, the team vibe that we had was very important as well for our success because we're playing on court, but we're always cheering with our coaches who are in the stands. And then for the last, for the final match, a bunch of the staff from the Olympic Committee also came. That's why we had an amazing atmosphere because the stands were empty, there yeah. were no fans allowed. And after every match, we also got videos from other teams like volleyball team or skateboarders or like other people from the committee cheering for us. They were like just in the Brazilian office cheering. So we knew, deep inside, we knew that they were with us. You yeah. know, it's not like we really had the feeling of playing with the whole country behind us as well. So that was super special. And I think it's from the Brazilians too. Everybody's sure. enjoying it. Yeah. Like just the culture, maybe, and it brings out the best in us, for sure. Uh, did you have any fangirl moments where you met an athlete? So many. So many. Who did you meet or who did you run into that you were just kind of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that? No, I met especially all the Brazil, mainly the Brazilians. Yeah. But there's a volleyball player who's a flag bearer as well. Okay. I'm a huge fan, grew up watching him. I love volleyball. 
and the girls too, the volleyball girls. Um, I know the coach very well. Okay. He's a big tennis fan, nice. and I'm a big fan of his too. He's amazing, incredible coach, but incredible person. And the gymnasts, I've always loved watching gymnasts. So our gymnasts have had great success. And then I met this really fun guy from uh, Rowing. Can you say Rowing? Yeah. Uh, can I say <laughs> them? What oh, Slalom. Slalom. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So very like cool, good vibes as well. I wish I had met Simone Biles too. I've, <laughs> I've always loved watching her, but I didn't uh, see her. A lot of the swimmers and then my sweetmates, one of them was from weightlifting. Oh, cool. So just, um, yeah, I think I took a lot of pictures with the athletes, especially during our opening ceremony. We didn't go to the opening ceremony okay. because of COVID, right. our, our Olympic committee didn't want to do that. But we had our own opening ceremony in the village, which was fun because I got to meet a bunch of the other athletes as well. So I'm not sure if I have anybody specific. I think a lot of them, everybody who was there, I just see them as heroes. I've always loved watching sports and then all the athletes were there. I'm like, I know how hard we work to, to get there and what, what we do, the sacrifices, not us, but our families and everybody. I know my story, I don't know everyone's story. But I'm 100% sure everybody who's there in no matter what sport, they've they've earned it and they've worked so hard to be there. So like everybody is so inspiring. Everyone gets chills. I get chills all the time. I'm walking around. I get chills too. It's, yeah, it's still so amazing. Um, okay, there's been so many amazing things I have to ask you about. Um, I have to say this because I didn't say this, but you and your partner won the first medal for brazil in women's tennis like what <laughs> that's so cool that's so cool so um and i was just telling you earlier i saw some girls come up to you they made signs and i said congrats olympian yeah. and you had your medal out and they got pictures and everything so i'm sure this is going to be your new normal but i have to also say you also played mixed doubles and at one point it was like she's going to win two medals you were killing it out there but you came up against Djokovic, and even just to be on the court, like playing against Djokovic, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So when, how was that? <laughs> when we saw the draw, I was like, "That's cool! Like that's right? so sick." I was very confident in my partner too, Nello. Yeah. I was like excited to try out this this mixed doubles pair, but at the same time, like Joko, like we know he's good, right? He's, he's not gonna give it easy. You know, yeah. we're gonna have to earn it, play well. But I was totally sure we could win not yeah. that we would because yeah. we're playing against two great players but i mean just the whole experience of being in the olympics and then playing on center court for the first time huge core you see Djokovic on the other <laughs> side of the net i'm warming up and i'm just focusing the ball i'm actually hitting menina at first uh -huh. and then when he's volleying i like i took a pick i'm look i look at him and i'm like okay like, <laughs> like this, this is, cool. is real life yeah, yeah i'm like i'm playing against one of the greatest players right now he's definitely the for greatest sure. player here yeah and yeah, it was just amazing, but I only try to focus on the ball. I'm like, it's the same ball, same court, everything. And I really wanted to get this medal for, for us, for Brazil, like the same way I wanted regular doubles. I wanted to win for Melo as well. Um, he was supposed to play Bruno. Bruno had a tough, uh, he had appendicitis as well. He didn't get to play. So he, we had to pull out. They, he played with Demo. They had a. They played very well the first first round, but they ended up losing to Pavic and Nektic. 
who won the gold medal. So a really tough draw. Yeah. And I really wanted to go further to, to give us also another chance of mixed. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't go our way, but it was a great experience. I, I've been joking that I'll just add all the points that I won against Djokovic cross score or that we won, and I'll make my own match and get confidence from it. Yes. <laughs> just rewatch it, whatever. Definitely. But Highlight no. reel. Yeah. Awesome. No, but they. Yeah. Nina also played well in her position. I'm sure it's probably not easy yeah, to play with to somebody. Be partnered with to so, I mean, I had a great time. I really did. Bomb that we lost, but yeah. I had a great time overall. I remember seeing the score and I was like, dude, but she played against Djokovic. That's such a cool yeah. experience. It was that a good match. Most people can't say that they've had, especially if you're on the WTA. Yes. Um, back to your doubles match. Okay, mm -hmm. so I saw that you won, and then in the US, they were replaying the match that morning. And when I watched it, I was like, how the heck did they win their down four match points? Yeah. Uh, talk to me about that tiebreaker. So, first of all, we had uh, one, I think, was it, I don't know if quarters or second round, we had won the match after being down. four match points as well in the third set, in the breaker. And so, I think being through it before and getting through it yeah. definitely helped us, helped us have the confidence to know we could do it again. And then at that point, we were just sold out in, and we were down 5-1 in the breaker, then 7-2, and then 9-5, it was the same thing. We were just, we knew what we had to do, I was going to serve the first one, so I just went for my serve, or was like, go for the serve, and then we played a point out. Yeah. And we did that every point, we weren't thinking about what if we win, what if we lose, at that point, you're just like, down then. We worked, we played the same, not the same way, but we've been so invested, yeah. like, full in the whole time, the whole tournament. So we knew we just had to trust and play. And I had full trust that she was gonna make the return or that she was gonna play the point out. And she had full trust in me. I think we just believed the whole time, no matter what the score was. And that was a great feeling. And I mean, I knew they weren't gonna give it to us, but I also knew they were gonna be tight to, to close it out. And also a big heartbreaker for them, I felt sorry yeah. at the end. But I, I mean, I watched their match in Wimbledon. They also had a heartbreaker. They played a, such a great match. That was fun to watch. And so, obviously, I was so thrilled. I was like over the moon. I couldn't believe what was happening. But like I said, in those match points, we just played. We literally just played tennis. Yeah. That was, it was a great feeling. But also, fun part of it, between the second and third set, they took a bathroom break, kind of like broke the momentum, yeah, you know, yeah, slow yeah. it down, whatever. And then we just kept moving because we were fired up and we knew, I mean, you're playing the tight 10 points yeah, to a bronze matter. And so when we're standing and moving around doing shadow strokes, we started singing part of the national anthem because <laughs> every match before we go on, as we're walking on court, we're singing national anthem and we get goosebumps. And so we sang our favorite part of it, like our, for our favorite verses. And then we got goosebumps and then we're like, so far enough to go into break here. Not that it worked because we're down 5-1, we're down 7-2. <laughs> but like, that, that was something that we did every match that was so incredible because it shows we were playing. We knew we weren't playing just for us. So right. at 5 we're just not going to give up. We're just going to play. If they do something too good, that's fine. Yeah. But we, we believe the whole way. And so it was 
incredible feeling to just pull through at the end. I don't even know how. I still watch the last like <laughs> 10 points or last five points and I'm like, wow, that was fun. That's, yeah, that was fun, I'm sure. Fun. And now you have it documented. You can rewatch it over and over and over again. Yeah, it's cool. So you literally left Tokyo and came straight to play your next tournament. I know you were hoping to play singles, but hey, you were playing for a bronze medal, which I think yeah. like we were saying works out for the best, but what has changed since winning the bronze medal? How has life changed? And have you even had a chance to let it sink in? And when are you gonna go back to Brazil to actually celebrate? Right. So, well, the plan was to come play here and then guess, well, the plan was not being in the Olympics. So that was bonus, <laughs> everything yeah. was bonus about it. But um, I had committed, I'm starting to play with Gabi now for yes. this US swing. So mm -hmm. I was very excited for that, even if it, if I came last minute, I was still so happy to, to come here and get it started and also adapt. I feel like we had great momentum tennis-wise. Besides the medal, besides uh, the result really, which is obviously blowing up in the media, it's, it's grown so much so fast. Uh, history in Brazil, just a lot of things off court that are completely different to what I'm used to. Yeah. Um, and I'm still getting used to it, a lot of interviews, a lot of Meet a lot of messages. I still haven't get, gotten back to everybody. I think it will be probably, very your hard. Your Instagram to, followers have yeah, probably increased. Yeah, they, they skyrocketed <laughs> so quickly. It's still going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it moved up so fast, which is all fun stuff. But I also don't have the amount of time to go check in, be there all day, because I also have a lot of other responsibilities that came with it, which is interviews here and like doing. And I mean, I love giving attention to people to to see the medal or to see to hear the story because I think the story behind it was the coolest part. And but I think mainly my takeaways from it, my all the lessons I learned from it. So I, it's fun to just be able to come here. And the thing that I love the most about this week was that I, it's so inspiring. I'm way more. I won't, I was motivated before, but it like just motivated me to another level. Yeah, because sure. we got to such a high in such a quick um, period of time. Like so, and all of a sudden everything is just. I can't stop smiling. Yeah. You're like, what? It's been ten days. I'm smiling. I'm smiling 24/7. Obviously, I cried some as well. There's some happy tears, but it's an incredible feeling to be motivated and keep the momentum going tennis-wise as well. Yeah, I didn't want to break that. Right. momentum and then just go straight to another tournament and work on things so we can have a great US swing so life goes on life goes on I'm celebrating but I'm also I love saying that I need to keep my head on my shoulders feet on the ground and just keep moving because I think we only got to this position because we've worked so hard for it yeah and so I cannot wait to have more moments like this and the only way to do it is to just keep enjoying keep living and, and you know working so I'll probably head to Brazil after the US swing, maybe nice. after US Open, maybe after Indian Wells, we'll see. I yeah. need to talk to Laura as well, I need to talk to, to Brazil, my parents, my family, because <laughs> yeah. I cannot wait to see them and celebrate with them as well. That would be special, but we'll see. I think we got to adapt all the time, especially in tennis. And so I'll be, I'll celebrate for now, just stay present, enjoy the moment, because I know it's not going to last forever. I wish yeah. I could stop time and just be here forever, yeah. enjoy this this feeling, but I'm, we'll see how things play out. 
we'll see. Yeah, it's been really cool uh, just being around the grounds and watching you interact too, because a lot of the coaches and the players really respect what you've done over there, and it's cool to hear them give you the appreciation mm -hmm. for winning the medal. So it, I'm sure that's fun too, is being with for these sure. friends and being able to share yeah. after the fact. So. Yeah, it's definitely cool to be here. A lot of players reaching out, and I think a lot of them watched. I think a lot of people just see the result yeah. and then they congratulate you for the result. But for me, the, the just the way we won or the yeah. way we, the whole journey literally to be so intense. Mm -hmm. I think so many intense emotions to be fighting, to be down sometimes and come back and win, especially in the finals. I think for all the people in Brazil who played with us or who watched in the middle of the night too with time change. Yeah. A lot of most matches were, I don't know, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Yeah. So the loyal people who were the fans who were there watching us and getting up with us and literally feels like they're there with us in a certain way. I think that's the most um, special part of it. And then to, to give them back, to be like, like, we appreciate you. Like, we, we did it for you. We did it with you. Obviously, we were just there representing tennis, representing like people back home, but we truly felt like they were there with us. So awesome. I could talk to you forever. I love catching up with you, Luisa. And I am so glad that I've gotten to know you. And through the years, you've just continued to progress and reach your goals. And this one is just so amazing. And I can't wait to see how the rest of the year progresses for you. And thanks so much for joining me. Maybe you can give a Brazilian sign off for us. Like, um, I don't know, something that you guys would have said after a match or... <laughs> we have, we actually have a hashtag okay. that we fought for the whole time. Yes. It's called bronzeamos. Okay. Yeah, okay. Bronzeamos yes. mean we got bronze, basically. Our, so our goal was to oremos. Oremos means orar is a verb for to worship or to pray okay. or believe, kind of. Uh -huh. I'd rather see it as believe. And so we were fighting for the gold. It also translates to gold. Okay. So we would gold. But because we didn't get the gold, we got the bronze. So it's bronzemos because bronze is bronzemos. <laughs> I love that. So <laughs> we're going to end it right there. Yeah. Bronzemos. Bronzemos. Valeu, Brasil. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, happy hitting. Happy hitting.